Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh dear, I hope I pronounced this right, Iona Daria, who writes to us from, oh, wow, right here in Half Hill. And they write, Dear Tosh Mafuni, first let me say that I love and appreciate your reports. Oh, well, thank you very much. My name is Iona Daria, and I am a Void Elf who has recently joined the Alliance. Because of your reports and the stories of your contributors, I have decided that I was going to travel and adventure in Pandaria. I am currently learning how to farm in Half Hill. I must be doing a good job because I've been asked to join some sort of farmer's group. My adventure partner and husband is concerned they might be, <laughs> they might be a cult because they have something for us to do every day just to prove our loyalty. In the evenings, we go to the inn and enjoy some storm stout. My husband tends to have many more than I do. Sometimes this makes him silly, and he starts singing about the, sto- about the stories from <laughs> Touch My Booty. I was confused at first as to what he was talking about, but the innkeeper explained it was Tashmafuni. He really enjoys your stories, and so do I. Anyway, we're off to face some sort of bug infestation. Well, what a great letter. First of all, welcome to Half Hill. And let me assure you that the Tillers are not a cult. I mean, to be a cult, they'd have to have a large group of followers with an almost fanatical devotion to a single idea. And the leaders would be demanding gifts or acts of service to achieve status. Hey, wait a minute. Well... Your letter sure gave me something to think about. Thanks for writing. And with that, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, the Feast of Wintervale season is almost upon us, a time, as tradition would have it, when Great Father Winter walks across Azeroth with his billowing cloak of snow, heralding a season of renewal and celebration. It's also a season of commerce, with travel and gift-giving amongst family and friends that retailers and service providers depend upon for much of their annual revenue. With the momentous events occurring in the Shadowlands, business owners throughout Azeroth are expressing concern that most of their best customers will not be returning home for the Wintervale season and will instead celebrate Wintervale abroad or, worse yet, forego it entirely. Time will tell as to whether their concerns are well-founded. But, if I may be allowed a brief editorial comment here, I believe in Wintervale and Great Father Winter. And I believe that no matter where they are or what great world events may be taking place, Azerothians will always find a way to keep the spirit of Wintervale alive for themselves, their loved ones and friends, and yes, even retailers. And speaking of retailers, 
Whether you're shopping for Wintervale gifts or your everyday needs for farm, garden, or kitchen, the fine vendors of Half Hill Market have everything you need at the best prices and selections to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day, all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. And now, the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you by Kaja Cola. Take it away, Rizak. Hey, college, Rizak here, reporting all the way from Oribos. Yeah, me in the Shadowlands. <laughs> Bet you didn't expect that, did you? Getting through the Maw was pretty bad, but I had a lot of ogres with me, and we managed to avoid most of the trouble. I heard the buzz about this place from some of my special sources and, uh, sure, listening to Velmic's story last week and decided I got to come see for myself. You might not think it at first glance, but to a trained eye like my own, the Shadowlands got possibilities. <laughs> True, the markets might be difficult to develop since eh, dead people don't need much, but with all the adventurers coming across, well, let's just say, it bears thinking about. Still, the best possibilities are on the resource side. Lots and lots of resources to exploit on a new world like this. <laughs> or whatever this place is. So, it sounded to me like the Cartel Velmic described, Cartel Ta, got all the concessions locked up for Ouroboros as far as the adventurers are concerned. Somehow they got a head start on everyone else. While I wish whoever was in charge of all of this would have been more fair about this opportunity, you know, thrown it open for all business people, it's too late for that. I think the possibilities right now are with that other cartel, the one that, like me, values wealth. <laughs> sure, they talk about success and influence, but the key word they use is prosper. They like gold, just like me. So, I figured that since we got that in common, I'd go talk to them. Tell them what I have to offer. But I came away from that basement room scratching my head. The place looks prosperous enough, but the only one you can really talk to is called Opulence Behair. And he's kind of slippery customer, if you ask me. He kept blathering on about how influential he was without saying who or what he influenced. Sure wasn't willing to talk business with a common mortal like me, so I'm going to have to figure out another angle. Like Velmic, I overheard some bits of conversation that made me wonder if there isn't something more going on here that meets the eye. I'm going to keep an eye on those guys while I look for other opportunities. I'll keep you posted, college, especially if you agree that I'm doing war reports again. Because there's going to be trade wars here. Mark my words. Thanks, Rizak. <sighs> well, leave it to Rizak to try and get rich quick in the afterlife. Why do I think this isn't going to end well? The Rizak Report is sponsored by Kaja Cola. Tiny bubbles, big ideas. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, as we mentioned in the news segment, the Feast of Wintervale will be here in a little over a week. So to all you cubs out there who are listening, 
get those letters to Great Father Winter ready. But before then, Pandaria has its own celebration, the Wanderers Festival, a one-day celebration in honor of one of the valley's most famous sons, Liu Lang, the first Pandaren to leave Pandaria after the sundering on the back of the great turtle Shenzhen Su, whose name, by the way, comes from the eponymously named Shenzhen Sundries, right here in Half Hill, where Liu Lang bought his traveling supplies. Liu Lang is no longer with us, and Shenzhen Sundries is now the headquarters of the Tillers Union. But Liu Lang's spirit of adventure is still alive, and every year Pandarans gather at the beach in the Krasarang Wilds to celebrate his legacy. We hope you'll join us. It's time now for Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, how's things in the afterlife? Hey there, Tosh. So, I don't know about all of afterlife. So far, we have only seen two places, main city of Oribos, and this week we go to a place called Bastion. So what? The afterlife is split up into what? Neighborhoods? Sure, something like that. Neighborhoods, factions, I'm not sure really. I know there are four of them, and when we get there, there was some sort of fighting going on between factions. Seriously? Factional warfare in the afterlife, huh? Well, I guess that explains a lot. I mean, if they can't get over their differences there, what chance have we got? Oh, they got over it pretty quick and teamed up. Turns out there was a common enemy stealing a precious resource called Anima. So they had to come together to fight that. Huh. That sounds familiar. What? Uh, nothing. Go on. You know, Tosh, sometimes I can't figure you out at all. Anyway, like I am saying, Cousin Demesis and Tilly right now are in place called Bastion. Tosh, let me tell you, this place is just beautiful. The blue skies, beautiful feathery plants, airy buildings, oh, so pretty. This is the most beautiful place I think I am ever seeing. Other than Pandaria. What? The most beautiful place you have seen other than Pandaria. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, I'm glad we got that straightened out. So, what are you, Demesis and Tilly, doing in this bastion place? Well, mostly we are working with a group called the Kirian. Okay, and what are they like? Eh, they seem nice enough to me. A little judgy, but very clean. Demesis and Tilly didn't think too much of them, but were willing to help them with some troubles they were having with a group called the Forsworn. Oh, well, why didn't Demesis and Tilly like them? First, they start right in with recruiting, telling us how we can become aspirants and that someday we can become ascended. Demesis said to me, Cousin, does this seem funny to you? I mean, they barely know us. I tell her maybe they are just short-handed. I mean, they do have big job carrying all souls to Shadowlands. This sounds like, uh, I think Rizak would say, labor-intensive. So was that it? Just the recruiting? No, there were other things too. Like, they seem to want to purge us of our memories. What? Oh, 
Don't even get me started about that. It's a long story. But there was also the stewards, who look a little like owls in Azeroth, who do all service work for Kyrian. Tilly noticed this right away and said to Demesis, Do they seem like servant class to you? This doesn't seem right. Both Demesis and I agree, but all the ones we talk to seem happy enough in their work. So we convinced Tilly, don't stir up trouble over this. Anyway, the Kyrian had plenty for us to do. Oh, they put you to work right away, did they? Oh, yes. When we get there, they put a nice young aspirant named Clea in charge of us. She is very enthusiastic, sort of half tour guide and half recruiter. She had many things she wanted us to do for to help with Kyrian and prepare us for life of service. Tilly tell her, look, we are just passing through here. We aren't committing to whatever it is you think we are. I think maybe Tilly hurt her feelings a little bit. But she was nice enough to take us to a place called Aspirant's Crucible, so that the Mises and Tilly could get some new gear. What they were wearing got little beat up in Maw. Yeah, you talked about the Maw last week, and so did Eamon. It sounded awful. Oh, tush, it was terrible. I just hope we don't have to go back there anytime soon. Anyway, like I am saying, Clea take us to see Forgelight Safon and her steward Sika for to get some new gear. Now, we are thinking this is going to be simple transaction, but apparently that is not how things work in Bastion. So what, they wouldn't just sell you gear? Tush, this is most complicated transaction I have done ever. You know, I am suspecting maybe Forgelight Sophon just wanted us to get her shop going again. She sent us to her steward, who had us cleaning shop, gathering supplies, and we even had to help get Forge started again. Oh, Tilly was so mad. While we are sweeping up shop, she looked at the Mises and say, I didn't sign up for this. I just wanted some new armor. I don't even do this kind of thing at home. The Mises just rolled her eyes and say, I know, I know. Tilly got kind of quiet after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll bet she did. So, did they end up getting the armor? Oh, yes, and it was very nice. Both the Mises and Tilly were very happy with it. Well, I'm glad that all worked out. So, was there an inn? Ugh. You know, I knew it was a mistake for me to talk about inn last week. But, okay, yes, there was an inn at place called Aspirant's Rest. And? Tush, there is no end. I don't do inn reviews anymore. Tush, we talked about this. Okay, okay, take it easy. <laughs> Sorry. So it sounds like Bastion is a really interesting place. Oh, oh, I am almost forgetting to tell you about the most interesting person we met there. Do I have time to tell you about aspirant named Pelagos? Sure, absolutely, go ahead. So, you remember I tell you about Clea? Well, in Bastion, you do something called soul-binding to another person. Well, Clea is soul-bound to Pelagos. Now, most aspirants don't talk about their life before they come to afterlife. But Pelagos tell us that before coming to afterlife, he was female. But apparently when you come to Bastion, you can look like 
whatever how you want. So Pelagos decided to be male because that is how he always felt when he was still alive. Ah, oh, Tosh, when he is telling us this story, both Tilly and Demisa start to cry. And after, they hug him and tell him how happy and proud they are for him. Wow, that is amazing and wonderful. It's good to know the afterlife is so accepting. And I'm so glad you remembered to tell us about it. So, will you be telling us more about Bastion next week? I don't know. I am thinking Shadowlands is much bigger place with many more stories to tell and much to see. Well, wherever you end up, we'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Wherever you are in Azeroth or in the Shadowlands, remember that the Lazy Turnip will always be here, serving up the best food and drinks to be found anywhere, including, of course, cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week as the lead-up to the Feast of Wintervale continues with another holiday favorite, Miracle in Old Town. Listen as a little girl and her mother discover the true meaning of Wintervale when they strike up a relationship with a kind old man who bears a striking resemblance to Great Father Winter. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.